I want to pick up on a story we covered yesterday and uh, didn't have a lot of time to follow up because it happened late in the show. He's a master of science in physics, an F-18 pilot, and a Canadian astronaut. Your mission specialist, Jeremy Hansen. That is for Canadian astronaut Jeremy Hansen. It was announced yesterday that he will be part of the Artemis II crew, which will be the first crew to venture out beyond Earth's orbit and around to the dark side of the moon. Um, and uh, there'll be four astronauts on board that ship. And it's scheduled to land, launch well, about a year and a half from now. November of 2024 is the target at this point. Hopefully. Um, but, yeah, what a day. I can just imagine for someone who's trained all their lives to be an astronaut to get the, the word that it's going to happen must be the thrill of a lifetime. So let's break down a bit about what it means and what this mission means and where we're going from here. We're going to speak with Natalie Ouellette, who is an astrophysicist and deputy director of the Trottier Institute for Research on Exoplanets at the University of Montreal. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, I mean, obviously, this we talked about how big of a moment it is for Jeremy, but this, you know, when you talk about Canada's space program, this is also a huge, huge moment for that too, right? I mean, this is something that's never happened in Canada's space program before. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and and I think it really speaks to Jeremy's character. He said that he was proud not for himself, but for his country, for all of Canada. Um, really, it's only been Americans that have been to the moon before, so this is not only the first Canadian to go to the moon, it's the first non-American to go around the moon. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Anybody who's ever been up before outside of orbit has been an American, and he talks also about the partnership between Canada and the U.S. and the United States leadership, uh, that relationship that goes back many years, and we know that Canada's space agency has been involved with NASA. Um, obviously, things seem to be going well, and he seemed to be very appreciative of that relationship yesterday. Yes, it's a relationship that's gone on for decades. And um, a lot of people, including Canadians, don't know that Canada has always been uh, in, in space exploration a leader. We were the third country to launch a satellite into space after the Soviet Union and the United States. And a lot of our engineers really worked on the Apollo missions sending American astronauts to the moon. But now we're taking more of like a foreground role. Uh, we're taking a front and center stage with uh, our Canadian astronaut, but also great contributions like lunar rovers and a third Canadarm that's going to be yeah. on a lunar station. Hey, I wanted to ask, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but a lot of people were saying yesterday, there's, there's two Albertans that were in the running. Four of, we have four Canadian astronauts, two of them are from Alberta, so out here we sort of had our fingers crossed that it might be one of the two Albertans that got the nod, and people were after it was announced it was Jeremy, which is great. People were saying, is there is there like an understudy role? Is there a backup crew that goes to training? I mean, is there a possibility that things could change? How does that work? Is it these four are picked and then that's it? Or is there basically an understudy program? There, There is always... Um uh, unexpected things that can happen. And so, of course, this is the chosen crew, but someone might get sick, someone might get injured, some circumstances might change. So all the other astronauts are ready, and all four of them, including Jenny and Joshua, the Albertans, uh, they are fully trained, medically ready to go if necessary. Of course, we want them to be trained, but they are younger. Uh, they were only recruited in 2017 yeah. versus Jeremy in 20, uh, 2009. So they will have lots of opportunities <laughs> to do great missions 
questions in the future, too. Just be patient. Like you say, he's been waiting a lot longer. Um, the mission itself, in terms of it's important for, for, for a lot of us, this will be the first time in our lifetimes that we see humans, you know, in the neighborhood of the moon. We've, this hasn't happened since the 60s or 70s, I guess, the early 70s. Uh, even if they don't land, this is still really exciting, right? Yeah, I was just walking outside last night, and the moon looks beautiful right now. It's almost full. And just in 18 months, we'll be able to look up at the moon and think to ourselves, there's a Canadian going around that moon right now. It'll completely change the way that we view the moon, I think. How so? Like, I mean, like you say, it, it, it sort of makes it seem a little bit closer in a way, doesn't it? Exactly. I think that for the most part, people, they know the moon is there, but it's almost like a picture in the backdrop of the night sky. We don't think of it as a fully three-dimensional object that you can interact with, that you can land on, that you can drive around on, and you can harvest resources from. We know there's helium, there are minerals, there's water there, and potentially we could have a lunar base that we could inhabit for some amount of time. So this mission will allow us to see the moon as its own world that we can explore. And you make a really good point because it's sort of stages, right? We've already had Artemis 1, and, and you know that happened uh, late last year. This is Artemis 2, and, and it's all building in stages. So this is a vitally important piece of the puzzle that, like you say, ultimately, we hope, will lead to people on the surface of the moon again. Yeah, because these are new uh, capsules, new rockets that uh, weren't used during the Apollo missions. A lot of the technology has been retained, but there's lots of new components, too. And Artemis II will be the first time human beings will fly inside the Orion capsule, which was just uncrewed during the Artemis I mission in the fall. So we want to make sure that it works well with humans inside uh, before we go to the next step with Artemis III and land people on the moon. And even that is just a stepping stone to going to Mars and even further on this this window of 18 months or so i guess november of 2024 is sort of the target date right now which is about 18 months out um in terms of what has to happen between now and then uh, what what's going on with this crew of four i imagine it's going to be an extremely intense couple of years for them right Absolutely. And I always like to say astronauts are are, uh, perpetual students. They're constantly in training and doing all kinds of wild things all over the world. Um, But for the next 18 months, these four astronauts will be concentrating on knowing the ins and outs of this Orion capsule. Everything that could go wrong on their journey to the moon, they need to know what to do, backup plans, plan B, C, D, and E. Um, So that's really what they're going to be concentrating on for the next 18 months. He was named Mission Special. Is that what, what was he called? Mission specialist? Is that a, are That's they right, all mission yeah. specialists? What, like, what do we know what his role will be on this mission? So between the four of them, there are three roles. One will be the commander. Uh, one is a pilot, and the two other ones, including Jeremy, will be mission specialists, including Christina Koch, who is also the first woman to yeah. go around the moon. Um, so they will be concentrating not on necessarily navigation or, or commanding the team. They are going to be doing lots of work to test all of the components of the Orion capsule. And they're not only testing the machine, but they're also testing the people. So they will have sensors on their bodies to measure the forces that they're feeling, the radiation that they're going to be subjected to because we don't want to only make sure the machine can get us there Uh, they want to make sure that humans are not in danger when they're going to the moon yeah and getting it out of earth's orbit and then spending a couple of days there sort of figuring some things out and then doing the loop around the moon and it all and like we say that all paves the way for what comes next correct yes exactly yeah it is amazing work absolutely is natalie thank you so much for your time i really appreciate you being here